When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? The world turns continues in Brooklyn. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. We are presented by our good friends at Progressive Insurance, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We want to get your take on everything. We've got plenty of football to get to, including some Thursday night football that is on the way in just a bit and why this actually is a meaningful game for the Philadelphia Eagles, even though it is against the Houston Texans. Canty, what up? You are so disrespectful to the Texans. Come on, Carlin. Well, listen. They're, na- they're, they're a team in the National Football League. Yes, you by definition they are. You got to earn your wins. You're just going to gloss over the Texans? Well, I have a feeling that they'll be able to gloss over the Texans tonight and get a win. We will discuss that here in just moments. But, Canty, we unfortunately have to start once again with Kyrie Irving because this just continues. First things first, This just to set it up briefly, this morning, in case you were unaware, statement came out from Kyrie from the Nets, From the Anti-Defamation League, Kyrie and the Nets were donating a half a million dollars each to anti-hate causes. Kyrie, in the statement, never said, I'm sorry, I apologize, did say I never meant to hurt anybody, and did say that he takes responsibility for the statement. Then Adam Silver, a little while later, put out the following. Kyrie Irving made a reckless decision to post a link to a film containing deeply offensive anti-Semitic material. While we appreciate the fact that he agreed to work with the Brooklyn Nets and the Anti-Defamation League to combat anti-Semitism and other forms of discrimination, I am disappointed he has not offered an unqualified apology and more specifically denounced the vile and harmful content contained in the film he chose to publicize. I will be meeting with Kyrie in person in the next week to discuss the situation. We're not done. Then Kyrie spoke just a little while ago. Here are some of the clips from his media availability with the Nets. Kyrie, for the record, do you have any anti-Semitic beliefs? Again, I'm going to repeat. I don't know how the label becomes justified because you guys ask me the same questions over and over again. But this is not going to turn into a spin around cycle of questions upon questions. I told you guys how I felt. I respect all walks of life and embrace all walks of life. That's where I sit. I think what people want to hear, though, is just a yes or no on that question. Yes or no. I cannot be anti Semitic if I know where I come from. I cannot be anti Semitic if I know where I come from. Again, there was no yes or no direct answer there. We continue. I take my responsibility for posting that. Some things that were questionable in there, untrue. Like I said, in the first time you guys asked me when I was sitting on that stage, I don't believe everything that everybody posts. It's a documentary. So 
take my responsibility. It seems like Adam Silva wanted to hear the word, I apologize, or in your mind, you said, I didn't mean to cause any harm. Were you apologizing or did you not apologize? I didn't mean to cause any harm. I'm not the one that made the documentary. Chris, while he did not utter the words or he did not make the documentary, as he just said, mm. he did put it on his platform that is over 400 million followers deep, or 4 million followers deep, excuse me. And there was never, and I, I apologize, there was never, I'm, I'm not anti-Semitic, there was never anything in there that indicates that Kyrie gets it in any way, and I just think he continues to find himself backed into the corner and believes that somehow he is the victim in all of this. That's the fascinating aspect that is, Carlin. He's framing himself as the victim in all of this and refuses to explain his position, his convictions, or his beliefs. Now, if you listen to the soundbite, he says that he has respect for people in all walks of life, and if he knows where he comes from, he can't be anti-Semitic. Without getting too far into the weeds, when you look at the movie that he was promoting, Hebrews to Negroes, it, it asserts the claim that black Americans are the original descendants of the biblical Israelites. So in a roundabout way, Kyrie is saying that how can I be anti-Semitic if I am a part of this community? And I think that's that's the crux of what he was getting at, which is why he's not apologetic. Again, Carlin, it, I think this presents a slippery slope for the NBA and for the Brooklyn Nets because this is something that Kyrie seemingly believes, even though it's offensive to people in the Jewish community. And so where do you go in terms of a form of discipline or trying to curb Kyrie potentially promoting these sorts of materials in the future. I just don't know what there is to be done by the Brooklyn Nets or by Adam Silver in the league office because this is a core belief of the players. Not that he's using racial slurs. Um, you know, it's not that he's coming out in intentionally trying to hurt someone from his perspective. This is something that he seemingly believes. And while I think he reserves the right to believe what he believes, I think it's despicable that he's not in effect acknowledging that his belief system is offensive to a lot of other people out there, a lot of communities out there, and it runs contrary to commonly accepted premises and beliefs. Look, there are a few things that are troublesome about it. Number one, the league, in my estimation, can absolutely do something to him here, okay? He did not say give... uh, directly give racial slurs or state racial slurs no he he promoted this which is highly anti-semitic on his platform and while we may not look at that as the same as saying something in the it's not it's in, not to be to be clear but, it's not but to in the clear, last four or five days chris since he has not done anything to suggest that anything that was said in the documentary was inappropriate he basically is saying i don't believe all of what is said but he promoted it and he's never apologized for promoting it so i think a lot of people view that as well he won't even say i'm sorry for this so yeah that's but why should well here's the thing carlin let's put let's put a pin in that 
Why should he apologize for it if this is something that he believes? Well, here's the problem, Chris. If you believe something like that, you have the right in this country to do that. No doubt. But but you are working for a private organization, and they have the right to, based on your belief, especially if you're going to make it public, to not have you work there or to punish you for speaking words when they have specific rules against hate speech. They have that, that right. And they do. They absolutely do have that right, Carlin. But here's where Kyrie is hiding behind ambiguity. He has a level of plausible deniability because he can say, just because I retweet or like something on social media, it doesn't mean that I fully support it. And so that that's the, I don't want to use the term workaround, but that's what he's hiding behind in order to, I guess, well, let, let, not have to face any accountability for promoting materials that yeah. have clearly been offensive to other communities. Think about it, Carlin. A couple of games ago, you had fans sitting courtside with fight anti-Semitism T-shirts on. Yep. They weren't sitting there for no reason. They were clearly hurt by Kyrie's actions and using his platform to promote these materials that spread opinions that are counter to you know, common beliefs. And so that's the problem with where the NBA and the Brooklyn Nets are at right now. What do you do with that? Because it does seem so extreme what Kyrie is choosing to embrace and believe. But if it's a belief of his, how do you discipline that? Well, Chris, you discipline it by you can by simply saying you can believe that. That's fine. You're not going to work here while you believe it. That's that's part of the deal. And you're not going to hide behind technicalities in promoting something because you didn't directly say it, but you used your platform to move forward with it. And let's be clear about what's going on here with Adam Silver. That statement this morning, Chris, was to put pressure not just on Kyrie, but on the NBA Players Association as well. Because you are now saying what he has said is completely unacceptable in every way, and that way, when you go to punish him, the Players Association has left has less of a moral ground to stand on when you do that. So it absolutely applies pressure on them. Now, there's one other clip that you should hear that I think is really problematic, and this is Kyrie uh, getting on the media for everything that's been surrounding this. Again, portraying himself as a victim in all of you guys this. investigate my life every day and you justify it by serving your own purpose which i honor i would like the same respect in return figuring out just like anyone else so please keep that same energy when we're talking about anti other things because just because i post a documentary doesn't mean i'm anti-semitic and doesn't mean that i'm automatically standing with everyone that is believing in that. Well, Kyrie, to your point there, Myers Leonard was suspended and dealt with swiftly when he said something homophobic. Donald Sterling was thrown out of the league when he said something racist. That same energy is there. Nobody is persecuting you in all of this. The media continues to ask you questions because you won't simply say I'm sorry, and say I was wrong. And that is the 
the characteristic of someone who's narcissistic. It is a tendency when you have somebody, Chris, that couldn't possibly ever believe that they are wrong. When you tell them that they are, they are going to double down and triple down. And that's what's going on here. Yes, but the language that Myers Leonard used or Donald Sterling used is it, it, it can't be a that premise can't be applied to what's going on with Kyrie because he never used that language. Now the film may have used that language. In full disclosure, I did not watch the film. I read the synopsis of the film, um, but. Kyrie himself didn't come out and use any form of racial slurs, Carlin, which is why I think this takes it to a whole other realm. The other part that I think adds more nuance to it is that there is a religious premise that's involved. And so if this is something that he truly believes, I fall back on, even though it might not be something that most people accept, and it could be something that's offensive to a lot of people, this is what he believes. So I can understand why he wouldn't apologize. Now, I think the whole thing is ridiculous, and I do not in any way, shape, or form stand with Kyrie Irving, but the actions are starting to make a little more sense in terms of why he's so staunch in his position and why he won't back off of it. Well, I I guess to that I would say this. The fact that he won't back off of it for four straight days, even though he didn't directly say it, certainly gives the perception that he believes what was in that movie. And by retweeting it and using his platform for it is putting it out there. He didn't directly say it, but if you're going to, you know, have the guts, so to speak, to now back up everything that you're saying or back up everything about this promotion and how you didn't make the movie, don't then hide behind that premise. In other words, we're going we're to have the guts to back up what I'm saying, but I'm not going to have the guts to really back up what the premise of, all, of it all but was that, and, and why and, I'm wrong. And that's what I said, what I've been saying all week about this entire situation. He can't then assume or expect that we shouldn't ask questions about an unpopular opinion or belief or conviction that he might have that just so happens to be offensive to a lot of other people. You got to sit there and, and, and face the line of questioning. If it's something that you truly believe, then, then why can't you stand up to a line of questioning about it so you can clarify your position? And if it just so happens to be offensive and those communities that were initially outraged continue to stay in that position, well, so be it. At least that's your opinion, that's your belief, and everybody knows where you're at with it. But this hiding behind ambiguity and forcing people within the Brooklyn Nets organization, namely your teammates, the coaching staff, and the front office, to have to answer questions about this, I just think that's the part where Kyrie is being incredibly selfish when it comes to trying not to disrupt what the Brooklyn Nets agenda is, which is winning as many basketball games as they possibly can. Well, let's get to this. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. We're on the ESPN app as well. Where do they go from here with Kyrie? Well, twofold. Where does the league go? Where does Kyrie and the Nets go? Let's start with the league just from this standpoint. Chris, I do think the league, based on what Adam Silver said, and based on the fact that he continues to not want to fully, truly just own up and say, I'm sorry, 
I do think they're going to, at the very least, try to suspend him. And all of this is putting the pressure on the NBPA to back him up on this. That's uh, not going to happen. That's not going to happen. What you're saying right now is probably true. That's not going to happen. You think the Players Association will have Kyrie's back in this? No question about it. Okay, I'm skeptical of that. Do you believe that the league will try to suspend him at this point? I think Adam Silver is having a conversation with him because it's not so cut and dry that they can suspend him. Think about it. If he plans Mm -hmm. on meeting with Kyrie in the coming week, they have to have a conversation about this whole thing. If Adam Silver felt like it was within his power, his purview to suspend Kyrie Irving based on the, the retweet or the propagating of the material, he would have done it already. He, it would have been done already. The Brooklyn Nets would have suspended him, conduct detrimental. Adam Silver in the league would have suspended him and fined him. That has not happened. The Brooklyn Nets, with the Anti-Defamation League and Kyrie Irving, issued a joint statement, and he donated $500,000. That, that, to me, was a meeting of the minds and saying, this is what I'm willing to do, and this is what I'm not willing to do. It's clear that he's not going to apologize for it. But I don't know that there's any form of discipline that the league can exact on Kyrie Irving without opening themselves up to a potential liability because this does seem like it's a belief that this player has. Even though it's unpopular, even though it's offensive, it's a belief, Carlin. Mm -hmm. I I don't know that there's more that the league can do other than sitting down with Kyrie, asking him to educate himself, and and trying to essentially get everything to calm down rather than, you know, to stoke the flames on this deal. I, I don't know how – again, this is a quagmire that yeah. Rod, uh, that Adam Silver and, and Joe Sy and Sean Marks are going to have to deal with. I don't know how they handle it. Uh, but because, lastly, it fa- because it falls in that religious realm, this gets very, very dicey. And, and then lastly, I'll simply say this. I think the Nets – I still believe the Nets will be moving on from Kyrie Irving at some point here in the coming months because this is clearly not going away because Kyrie is making sure it stays alive. Whether or not he wants to portray himself as a victim and it's the media's fault, there's one person whose fault this is. It's Kyrie Irving. And I do think the Nets eventually move on from him in the coming weeks. I will say this. I think it's easier for the Nets to dismiss him from the team with pay, say we don't want you around, but we're going to pay your salary, and let that be that. I think it's easier to do that than to suspend him and try to claw back any of the salary that he's owed this year. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, 888-729-3776. That is the Dr. Pepper call-in line, 888-SAY-ESPN. What should the league do about Kyrie? What should the Nets do about Kyrie? And what do you take away from what he had to say today? Be a part of Canty and Carlin Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line, 888-SAY-ESPN. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper the one fans deserve. That is is coming up in just moments. We'll hear from you, and we'll get into tonight's game and the long-term impact in terms of the NFL's lone unbeaten team. You know football season is well into full swing, right? Now is the perfect time 
to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because right now new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's free bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just sign up with promo code PLAY. My friends, it's not that hard. The app is safe. It is secure, and it is super easy to use. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. So sign up today with promo code PLAY for your no-sweat-first bet. Make every moment more this season with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? Ooh, some not-so-good news just coming out right now. John Harbaugh, head coach of the Ravens, 
saying within the last few minutes, Canty, Rashad Bateman out for the year. Yeah, Liz Frank injury. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's a killer. That's an absolute – because, listen, when healthy, we've seen what he is capable of. That hurts that offense in a big way. Does that put them in the market for Odell Beckham Jr.? Oh, I think so. And if I were Odell Beckham Jr., I would very much be interested in that situation. Let's get some more insight on this. We welcome in the great Dan Graziano, ESPN NFL insider. We're going to get to all the calls on Kyrie here in just a few minutes. So if you're on the lines, hang with us. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Danny, it's Chris and Chris. First of all, we just hear that news about Bateman. So how does that change things here for the Ravens? And could it potentially put them in the mix for Odell? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, at this point, my understanding based on just, you know, following ESPN the last weeks or so, like, I, it sounds like there are about 31 teams that are going to sign Odell Beckham Jr. So, <laughs> uh, I guess the Ravens will be one of them. Look, I mean, this guy is not healthy. He's not likely to be healthy and, and, and productive until maybe the middle of December. If then, he's coming off his second ACL surgery. It's fun to think about, but we don't really know what you're getting if you pursue him. That said, someone will someone will sign him, and maybe he'll be a uh, an important piece. But I personally think Odell Beckham is better suited in a role like he had last year with the Rams, as opposed to like having to come in and be someone's wide receiver savior. You know, coming off multiple ACLs, and you know he caught he averaged four catches a game for the Rams last year. Like he did a lot of more touchdowns, and that was that was obviously great. But you know he did not. It wasn't a, a, a significant role volume wise. And I think that's probably the best bet for him. Raven's situation, he might be looked at as, you know, needing to be more than he can be at this point in his career. You know, Bateman's a tough loss for them. Devin Duvernay's been playing very well. Mm-hmm. You know, they like to throw it to the tight ends. You know, they like to run it with the quarterback. They would love to have uh, a playmaker like Bateman to stretch the field. That's why they drafted him in the first round. But, uh, they have shown an ability to function without that element, uh, and I think they'll they'll probably just piece it together with me. I think they also signed Deshaun Jackson, so yep. like he's there. So to the extent that he can give him anything, um, you know, maybe he can provide that at least at least to get the defenses to think about it a little bit. Yeah, and Dan, I had the Baltimore Ravens on the short list of teams in the AFC that I felt like were true contenders. In your opinion, does this change the outlook for the Ravens season now that we know Bateman is gone for the rest of the year? I don't think it does. I I think, you know, the acquisition of Roquan Smith, I think it's going to be just absolutely massive for them. Uh, And the defense has been a big part of the problem early in the season, obviously blowing a lot of those fourth quarter leads. So I, I think that, I think that's more of a positive than this is a negative uh, mm-hmm. for them. Because, again, their their offense is really geared around – and it's another thing, by the way, you talk about sign Odell Beckham. Like, wide receivers haven't wanted to go there um, because it's not a place where wide receivers have flourished. It's not an offense designed for that. So, um, no, I think um, – I, I still see them as a contender. I think uh, they don't have another team left on their schedule that that currently has a winning record. And they're a game clear of the Bengals in the standings. They already beat the Bengals once. I think they're set up pretty well, especially if they improve on defense, which I expect them to. 
Dan Graziano, ESPN NFL insider with us. Per Adam Schefter just moments ago, to your Deshaun Jackson point, he is expected to be active this week. All right, let's get to tonight's game, Dan. Yeah, well, let's get to tonight's game. Uh, Dan, are the Eagles going undefeated? (laughs) (laughs) Tonight, I think they are, for sure. Um, Yeah, look, I, I, I don't think so. I just think that's too difficult to pull off. I think we've seen it. Time and again, that incredible Patriots team that, that didn't finish it off and lost to the Giants, you know, that, that, that was a record-setting team on a number of levels. You know, a couple of years ago, we saw the – all right, I'm on the FDR. You guys know what that's like. Oh, dear uh, God. A couple of years ago, we saw the Panthers. You know, the Panthers, I think, won their first 13 or 14, and they had this sort of weird, inexplicable loss to the Falcons. Like, at some point, you know, everybody just shows up and plays a bad game from time to time, and – you know, they have a couple that stand out as potential trouble spots, like the Titans, like the Cowboys, you know. So, no, I don't think they go undefeated. I think they're an excellent team. I think that they're the favorite, strong favorite to get the one seed in the NFC, which would make them the strong favorite to win the conference. And um, I think it's it's impressive what they've done on all, uh, all aspects of their teams so far this year. Dan, Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts is – I'm yeah. sorry, Dan. Uh, Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts is eligible for a contract extension this offseason. I know you have the article on .com outlining a few things, but I find this contract fascinating because there's such a huge spread on what it could be, the variance of it. I mean, right now they're in the driver's seat for the NFC East, so you've got to think that the floor for this deal would be what we saw Kyler Murray get from the Arizona Cardinals but the ceiling on this thing, if Jalen Hurts is able to go on a run to the Super Bowl, could make him the highest-paid player in the league. So just just from your perspective, what have you heard from the Philadelphia Eagles, and how do you anticipate this contract at the end of this year playing out? So what people have to understand is this is his third year, so he's not even allowed to talk to the Eagles about an extension until this regular season ends, at Mm -hmm. which point he can. Same holds true for anyone else who was drafted the year he was, which most prominently, you know, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Tua Tungvaluwa. All those guys will be eligible to talk extensions with their teams for the first time this offseason. Hurts, you're right. Interesting case uh, because we, we kind of didn't see it coming. He has an advantage leverage-wise because he was a second-round pick. Uh, so they don't have a fifth-year option on him the way the Bengals do on, on uh, Burrow and the Chargers do on Herbert, et cetera. So he can, he's closer to free agency or closer to them having to use the franchise tag. So that helps him in negotiation. If he continues to play well and, you know, they, can, they continue to play well as a team, yes, I don't think you can get him to come to the table unless you're offering more than the Cardinals gave Kyler Murray, which is about $46 million a year, right? So mm-hmm. if, you, if they win the Super Bowl or if yeah. he wins the MVP award, two things Kyler Murray's never come close to doing – this thing starts in the 50 millions and Ooh. the question i would have if you're jalen hurts would be do you want to wait like let's say you win the mvp award and you win the super bowl now i want to wait and see i want to see what burrow gets and what herbert gets and i want to come in on top of it right <laughs> like that would be that would be my approach because hey all right great those guys are great but they haven't done what i just did so you know i deserve so that that's where he is in terms of his potential we'll see how the rest of the season goes obviously but it sets up really well for him. It's a really impressive career so far when you factor in, you know, the, the kinds of improvements you've seen from him year over year in a situation where, 
I think a lot of people are surprised um, that he's that he's been able to accomplish what he has. Dan, last one. It's Dan Graziano, ESPN NFL Insider. You're, of course, on Get Up Today. Greeny often asks for bold predictions, and your bold prediction today was that the Lions would beat the Packers. And I guess my question is, uh, where was the bold prediction on your part? There was a – where – why is it bold? Oh, yeah, why is that bold? Considering the Packers were where know. they are right now. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. Well, the Lions are worse off. I, I think, you know, I, I don't know. That show's on early in the morning. I can't. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Look, the, the, um, I, I think the way I look at this, like, it's in Detroit. If you look at the last few times the Packers have been in Detroit, they tend to win the game, but it tends to be close. They, they haven't exactly dominated them there for whatever reason. The Packers always had their game Sunday night against Buffalo, and, and like, it's like – pulling teeth to score points. Like every, I mean, they, they, they work their tails off for a touchdown, and then, like, Buffalo just laughs and goes right down the field and scores one of their own. So I, I think Detroit's offense has been really good, and the Packers' defense is very vulnerable, and I think Detroit should be able to put up points on them. And then I, I just don't think the Packers' offense right now, even against a lousy Detroit defense, I just don't think they're equipped to necessarily win a shootout, which is bizarre considering who their quarterback is. But – yeah, we'll see. Maybe I'm wrong. I certainly have been before. But, I don't think uh, you will was, be in this case. That was my sort of upset pick of the week. I don't blame you, and I don't think you will be. Danny, appreciate the time, man. Thanks. All right, guys. Thank you. Dan Graziano, ESPN NFL Insider. Your turn to weigh in on Kyrie Irving and the Nets. What should the Nets do? What should the league do? And your opinion on Kyrie, 888-ESPN on the Dr. Pepper call-in line, 888-729-3776, plus... More breaking news on a big-time wide receiver likely to miss the rest of the year in addition to Rashad Bateman. Just came over a moment ago. We'll tell you. Next, Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? 
are you familiar with the chain Wawa? Yes, of course I'm familiar with Wawa. How could you not be? Exactly. If you're from the tri-state area, you know what it is with Wawa. Yes. Wawa is The just Wawa a- Lemonade, Carlin? Huh. Oh, top notch. Huh. Top notch. <laughs> Wawa is, of course, a, you know, a, a convenience store chain in the Northeast, based primarily in Philadelphia and South Jersey, but it is spreading north and spreading all over the place, and it's great. Uh, I frequent there quite a bit. Last night, Wawa, is, who has been all over uh, the Eagles, as you would expect, uh, put out a tweet in the middle of the game. Each time uh, the Eagles and the Phillies, because they're Philly-based, each mm-hmm. time they get a hit, take a bite of your Wawa hoagie. Hashtag Schwarberfest. They have had a, uh, a, a promotion going on with Kyle Schwarber. They have a thing every year called Hoagie Fest. This has been Schwarberfest. Eagles, uh, the Phillies don't get a hit. Oh, yeah, that, that, that's, that's a damn shame now. Wawa is prepared to pass out free hoagies, and you guys can't come up with one hint? Y'all ain't even, <laughs> y'all ain't even pinched the Houston Astros pitching staff? Not one? Yeah. I, I just, that, that, that to me is just, yeah, that, that, that was one of those that we didn't see coming last night, Carlin. And I know we don't like to make fun of ourselves when it comes to our misses, but last night's parlay was clearly a miss. Yes. Jordan Alvarez going yard, and then we have the Phillies winning the game because we both thought that the Phillies were going to take control of this series, being at home, and they just couldn't come through for us. But not only did they not come through, they were non-competitive last night. It was painful to watch. And listen, we should listen to Jessica Mendoza because she sat there yesterday talking about how Javier with us was really in a good position to be dominant last night. Yeah. And that's exactly what he was. I re- And we'll get into this more later. Please, uh, people, do not tell me how special last night was with a nine-person no-hitter or whatever it was. <laughs> Just save that crap because this does not belong in the same sentence as Don Larson or Roy Halladay. Not in any way when you have Javier. And I don't blame them for taking him out. Yeah. 97 pitches, it's the way things are now. Yeah. But, like, to me, this wasn't even a no-hitter. They just happened to not give up a hit. But it yeah, wasn't but, a no-hitter. You but know? that's the thing, though, Carlin. To me, it's impressive because you're talking about having multiple guys on your pitching staff having to have their A game on the same night. That, to me, the likelihood of that know. happening is rare, especially on this stage in the game. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, lines are loaded. Let's hit them up on the Dr. Pepper call-in line at 888-SAY-ESPN. On Kyrie Irving, we start with David in Minnesota up first on ESPN Radio. David, go. What do you got? Hey, thanks for taking my call. The, uh, I'm not a Kyrie Irving fan, but I think that, Carlin, I think you're not being objective at all, and I Why? think your implicit biases are showing when, when the league and uh, makes, is racist and makes mistakes, I don't see this level of passion, you know, from you. What I think Kyrie needs to do. What are I you think talking about? Meet, like this level of, when the league, what other instance have I been here and I've just let it go? Well, for example, the, uh, when the NFL was not paying black players from the CTE, uh, settlement 
uh, and because they were saying that they weren't intelligent and so they didn't deserve any more compensation than white players. I don't remember you showing that level of passion. When well, the we NFL talked about it for sure. We, we absolutely talked about it for sure. Yeah, well, I, I think this is – you're being silly when you suggest that. Yeah, because, that's apples and wrenches. Race yeah. norming and the NFL's policy when it came to the concussion settlement and the payouts is different than what we're talking about right now with Kyrie Irving. Yeah, and, and secondly, we did talk about it plenty, in fact. Here's yeah. James in Kansas City next on ESPN Radio. James, what do you got? Hey, how are you guys doing, man? I appreciate you guys taking my call, man. Yes, sir. So, uh, so my whole thing is, I, honestly, I feel like the whole media machine is blowing this way out of proportion, and let me tell you why. I feel that uh, Kyrie has, even though a lot of people think it wasn't a full apology, uh, he may not really uh, owe an apology because it is his religious belief. Now, when people don't understand what's going on, the documentary that he put out they did probably have some bad stuff in the documentary and i and i do not agree like i do agree with everybody saying that uh you don't want to offend people you don't want to offend specific communities but in a world that we're living in today where it's okay for everybody to identify with what they want to identify with and be who they are there is nothing wrong with a black person identifying with being a hebrew israelite the chosen people of the bible and that's all it's about and there's nothing wrong with that Listen, I'm yeah, but it goes it goes a step further, though. If, if you read the synopsis or you actually watch the documentary, it goes a step further. It's accusatory toward the Jewish community now. And that's the part where it's offensive. It's also offensive to use rhetoric spewed by Adolf Hitler as a part of your argument or making your claim. Those things can't be glossed over. So when you have that retweet propagating that material, you have a responsibility to explain what it is that you have a conviction about or what you believe. The problem I have with Kyrie Irving and all of this is he's not standing in front of the media and answering questions about it. He's just putting it out there and then leaving it for other people to interpret or other people to answer for. And those other people too often have been teammates, coaches, front office personnel for the Brooklyn Nets, and in this instance, Carlin, the owner of the Brooklyn Nets, Joe Sy. There's no way, there's no world where it's okay where the player can do something like this on their own social media platform where the guy that signs his check has to actually answer for it. and Carlin weekdays on ESPN radio and on ESPN plus Robert half research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert half our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting technology, marketing, and creative legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.